The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by OwnSpace. This is The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. Episode 119 of The Drive-By What's happening, Freeway Frank? It is Tuesday. I'm only going to do one podcast this week. Now, of course, the podcast usually airs, usually uploaded Tuesdays and Thursdays at midnight. I'm going to take a couple of days off to chill out. But I'm not one of those people that takes the summer off. So a lot of people in media... A lot of people in uh, French media, by the way, this has always been a thing. English media, when I was in radio, continued to work throughout the summer. We're not as good. <laughs> and French media, because they use the star, star system here in Quebec, they think it's Hollywood, Quebec Hollywood, whatever that means. And uh, that's not to diss French media, because I know a lot of personalities and good people in French media, but they take the entire summer off, and then their English counterparts in radio here, like a bunch of schnooks have to work the entire summer, and they give us such a hard time to take time off. The only time we could take time off in the summer, because we couldn't during the year because of something called ratings, which they don't seem to care about anymore. And yeah, so the French personalities would take the entire summer off. And now I'm noticing a lot of French personalities taking the entire summer off when they're doing their podcast as well. To me, this is a disservice to the listener, to the person, the loyalist, to the person that tunes in to your podcast. Because that person could be driving down to Florida. That person could be on a flight over to Portugal. That person could be headed over to Vegas or sitting beachside at some resort in San Tropez. And they want to listen to you. But you've decided to take the entire summer off because you're better. You're better than everyone else, right? So you're going to take the entire freaking summer off off not this guy not me i know this is gonna piss off some people i just i love to piss off people because i tell the truth that is the truth whether you like it or not and now some people might say frank if you were able to take the entire summer off in english radio maybe you would i and i always said no not the entire summer i'd like to take a month off a couple of weeks off you know without getting a hard time about it every time but uh why would you take the entire summer you know to me taking that much time off Give somebody the opportunity to listen to something else, to try something else. And especially when I did radio, it was like, okay, so I'm going to have a replacement in for me for a month. Then the audience is going to like my replacement. And uh, we'll be back come uh, August, September. Yeah, that's a smart move. <laughs> Nonetheless, hey, should I start? Should I talk about a bit right off the top of this podcast what happened last week? Because I had a few guests on and I didn't get a chance to do any solo casts. It's great having guests, by the way, and I'm going to be working throughout the summer to have tons of guests so that I'm always delivering more guests and great conversation, raw and real conversation, because that's what what's the, the drive-by podcast is all about. But I love doing solo casts, and I love giving my thoughts and opinions as well. But let's discuss what happened last week. A certain media company, uh, the Evil Empire, as I like to call them, uh, they uh, slashed 1,300 jobs last week. A lot of people, including here in the Montreal area, a lot of former colleagues of mine and friends lost their gigs. 
And I feel bad for them because I've been there, done that. I lost my gig four years ago this summer, four freaking years. Uh, let me tell you, I, I wish, you know, I reached out to, to some of the people and said, you'll be fine. But the unfortunate part is the business that we're in, because back in the day, you'd lose your job in radio, and another competing radio station would pick you up somewhere in the country. But now, with these big media companies dismissing so many people, it's hard to find another gig. So really, if, if you're already at a certain age, you've worked in the industry a long time, you're able to save some money, put some money away, you have a spouse and partner for support, you should be okay. If you're still kind of young and still have a lot of years left to work in media, it's, it might be time to think about another career. Now, a lot of people, I think, their option after media or after working in broadcasting in, let's say, mainstream, you know, they see a lot of other people doing podcasts and then they think, well, I'll just do a podcast. The, the funny thing is, is it's hard. Been doing this podcast for 15, 16 months and it keeps growing and the downloads are great by the way thank you for the support really appreciate it it's been awesome but it's a lot of work and it's not a lot of reward there's a lot more risk there's a lot more money involved in terms of spending and a lot of people are just not going to risk their time and money to take a chance of doing something that's probably it's going to fail probably going to fail i don't want to be negative but it's going to fail so many podcasts started at the same time as me i'm still going episode 119 and uh, most of them didn't make, i mean look at uh, megan markle she got a $20 million deal from Spotify, and they were called grifters by the the, the top, the head of uh, Spotify. Uh, they were having a hard time, I guess, with uh, Harry and Megan and, uh, I guess, making a deal for the second season, but the podcast was underperforming. It came in just on fire. I believe it uh, dethroned Joe Rogan at number one, and then uh, from there on, it, it just kept going down, further down the chart, where they couldn't justify to paying $20 million for a podcast that probably gets uh, maybe, I don't know, double or two or three times the downloads as this podcast right here. And uh, I am not the, the Duchess of uh, York or the uh, the Dutcho of York, the, the Prince of uh, whatever. Just to say, that's how hard it is to do podcasts and then there's so many other podcasts that get hyped right and and you see people and they're these they're getting all these podcasts hype and then uh they do these uh, i remember i was encouraged to do seasons for my podcast and i said no i'm doing episodes i'm not doing seasons because i don't take breaks in between i don't do season that take two months off and do another season. this is what podcasters a lot of them do including Meghan Markle. They do seasons. Some people, they, they have no choice. They have to do seasons because of the way they do the podcast. I'm not shitting on everybody. Other people, they, they just they, they don't want to put in the work. You got you to gotta be, gotta be consistent when you're doing this. Anyway, so the media, big, this media, big media company last week eliminates all these jobs. They're closing down like 10 radio stations. They eliminated 1,300 jobs across Canada. And it's just terrible. It's shitty. This is the same company I've talked about millions of times. The same company that pretends to care about you, does this whole mental health platform once a year, and then this is what they do. Okay. Now, some people might say, well, Frank, uh, they, they have to cut and slash jobs because they're bottom line. They're losing. They're losing a lot of money. Yeah, well, absolutely. But they treat their people horribly, right? And instead of trying to save the industry, all they're doing is slashing. <laughs> they're never improving the product. I worked in radio for 30 years. I love radio and I love the industry. 
I look at it, to me, it's a joke. It is a joke. And you know what? And people that are bothered by me saying this in the industry, think about what I'm saying here. A lot of people, they'll just attribute it to, ah, jealousy, he's not in the industry anymore. He's been blacklisted. He can't come. No, trust me, I don't want to be in the industry anymore. I I barely wanted to be in the industry when I was in the last few years because of how micromanaged and corporate that it was. And it wasn't the business that I got into back when I started in, in 1990. And what I tell these people is, they don't care about you. So at the end of the day, you're putting in all this hard work. You're getting you're, you're getting shitty money. Because most people in radio are not paid great money. Unless you're in a very big position, which would include one big day part. Part of the day when a lot of people are listening. It's usually the morning show. Or you're a director or a manager. That's it. You're just not paid a lot of money. So then you're grinding. You're doing all this work to be in this prestigious position you think. And everyone else thinks is prestigious. But you know, you're not, you're living barely, <laughs> barely above the poverty line. And I'm not making this up. There's a lot of people I know in the industry, they're not doing well. A lot of people are not doing well, period, because of this economy and this government and where they put us, yet alone people who are working for corporations that don't care about them. So again, I go back to these stations do nothing to try to save the product. It's just slash, slash, slash. They've done nothing to keep up with the changes in their business in the, with their competition, with all these streaming services coming in, and then now they find themselves in this position where they have no choice but to slash. And you think this is it? Oh, no. There's way more cuts coming, way more people who are going to lose their jobs. And this is the prediction that I made when I started talking about this a couple of years ago, saying it's only doom and gloom. And I'm not trying to be negative. The only people that listen to the radio are people that are, honestly are a little younger than me and older, people who grew up with it that can't let it go. After that, the other generations, radio, it's a joke. It doesn't do anything, anything. You don't get anything special on the radio. They, most of them can't even do local well because now they've, they have so many people from other parts of the country doing your local programming, right? And they just air it in different markets. They track their voices all across the country, and, and that's it. So there's, not, there's, no even, there's no local aspect to it either. So it's just terrible. And then they slash jobs. And then they put people in, in, in bad spots and, and people, look, after a couple of months of not working, you know, first few months, it's like, ah, I'm sleeping in, it's great and all that. Then a few more months pass, then a few more months pass. And by the way, I'm not only talking about the radio industry. It could be the industry that, that you've been in and you've gone through this in your industry. It's across the board. It's, it's in it, businesses and careers and industries across the board that they do this, the big corporations. And then you get into month number six and month number eight, then you file for unemployment if you haven't earlier. And then the next thing you know, you can't get a job anywhere and you might have to reconsider doing something else. And then for a lot of people, it affects your mental health. You get depressed, you get sad. And I even know of some people, one person in particular, who he identified with radio. Radio was everything he was. And many years ago, I got to know this guy and uh, in another market that I worked in. And this guy ended up taking his life because he, I guess he felt he had nothing else. And he took his life after shortly after losing his radio gig. And this was many years ago. So what I say to people that are going through this is they don't care about you. They've never cared about you and the people who are still in it until it happens to you. And, you know, and, there, and there's some people, look, it, it's happened to me in the past where I lose my gig. And you take the high road. <laughs> but then when they take the low road, yeah, you know what I mean? Sometimes you're, you're so hurt and you see how they treat you and how they affect your mental health. 
And then you lose your shit and you start speaking out like I did. So and a lot of people don't want to do that because they don't want to burn bridges, but there's no bridges to burn. Listen, I'm speaking to the people who have lost. There's no bridges to burn anymore because there, there's no, there's nothing else. There's no other gigs. There's no other gigs out there. And if you do get another gig, salary-wise, career-wise, it's not an industry that is going up. It's going nowhere but down. And th that's the truth. And once you start realizing that, you start figuring that out, then you start working on yourself and your own growth, your own personal growth, and you start, you know, stop lying to yourself and start telling yourself, like, you know, these companies have never cared about me, and they never will. And I've talked about this many times on this podcast. And in the end, you only have your family, your closest friends, of course, your spouse, the people that mean the world to you. And we keep pushing these people aside to better our careers. And in the end, our careers get to a point where you realize you put all this time and effort into it and you don't matter anymore. And you missed out on all these great years with the people that mean the most to you. I watched a video on YouTube the other day that really affected me. And this, uh, this video, this person, was, this narrator, this author was saying that there's, there's no such thing as time. There's only now and there's the moment. And I've read books from uh, Eckhart Tolle, uh, The Power of Now and The Art of Happiness by the, the Dalai Lama. And it's all about living in the moment. Now, that's all we have. Because people tend to obsess about the past. Hey, and I've been there, and most people are living in the future. You ever notice you get up in the morning, you go, hey, once I have this, I'll get here. Or Friday, I'm going here. Or in two weeks from now, I'm going to Europe. Or this fall, I'm getting, getting married. Or next year, we're having a baby. People are always looking ahead. As human beings, we're always looking to a better time. When the only time we have is right freaking now. That's it. Right now. So be the best you can be right now and realize <laughs> more and more when you see these corporations or your government doing weird, weird and wacky shit to open your eyes and, and realize what's going on around you and that the only person that matters is you and your family and the people you care about. And these people don't care about you. That's the bottom line. Remember that. The Grand Prix Formula One came and went here in Montreal. And I used to be a part of a lot of the Grand Prix parties when I worked in the radio business. I went like everybody else. Uh, it's not, you know, people always ask me now, Frank, why you weren't there. You didn't go to any parties. I didn't see you posting anything. I'm over it. That's my line. And I, truthfully, I was always over it, okay? I was always more about the race. I'm a, I'm a sports fan. I like watching whatever the sport is. I, I partied when I was younger, I did nightclub gigs on the radio, live to airs from nightclubs, uh, had, you know, up until I was 36 years old in Toronto, Vancouver, and working with DJs, some of the top DJs, and I had my fun. I did everything. I, I don't get any real excitement from, I know when you're younger, it's different, but I don't get any real excitement from going and hanging out with a bunch of, and I'm not saying everybody is like this, but most of the people are. There's good people everywhere but most of the people are it's just superficial the whole party scene for whatever party you're going to is superficial most of these people are not watching the actual race to me it's it's the most superficial it becomes the most superficial event you know it's like going to the kentucky derby and you're missing the two-minute horse race because you're looking at everybody's hat at the kentucky derby 
right? And look at how everybody's dressed. That's what a lot of people do. And, and it's like going to the Super Bowl, but you're only there for the halftime show or you're only tuning in. You're making the wings and the food and everything like that. And, and what it's about is always about the show, right? And uh, the bottom line is nobody cares about you. Nobody cares about what you're wearing. It's, it's just for you to be a part of something that, that everybody says is special. But the only special thing about it is the race. That's what's special about it. And when you're younger and you're going to these parties and hanging out, I get it. But then there comes a time you hit a certain age and uh, is, uh, you want to be seen or you're, I don't understand. Like it's the party is over at some point. No, the party ends. It doesn't mean that you can't party at a certain age. But for me, it was I got tired after a couple of spins there, a couple of scrolls on my Instagram. I was like, eh, I'm over with it. I'm over with all these parties and everybody, F1, this, this, and all this stuff. I find it fake. I find it, it's not real. And where are all these people, right, when we need them? All these people show up to these big parties, but when something happens in the fucking world, they're not there. They're not there to join in community and protect other people. They only care about oh, what they're wearing the one fucking night of the year. But when something happens, something's happening in the world, they're not speaking out. They're not speaking out about the important things. Now, if you are speaking out, uh, speaking out about the important things and you go to the F1 parties, I'm with you. But if you're only going to the F1 parties and, and you're, you're partying and dressing up and doing all this stuff, but you never speak out, you don't have a stance. Basically, you're as vanilla as they come. You have no freaking opinion except for showing up to, to parties and look good and putting it, posting it on your Instagram and your dresses and your, your suits and whatever the case is. We have so many fake fucking people living in this, in, in this city where, where I live. And, and I'm sure it's the same in many other cities, Miami, Toronto, Vegas, they're, they're everywhere. So many fake people on Instagram and so many, I was over this back in the day when I was forced to go to some of these places because I had to go to be a part of the, some scene that I didn't want to be a part of. But let me tell you, I'll probably never get invited again. <laughs> Not that I was invited because, you know, why have somebody like me there, you know, being honest and true? You'd rather have a whole bunch of fakesters in the same room. Why invite a guy like me? But I'm fed up, man. I'm, I'm over it. I'm over this fakeness. I'm over the, I just want good people. I want to be surrounded by good people. I don't want to be surrounded by people that remind me what they did for me, uh, what they're going to do for me, you know, talk, you know, talk, talk a real good talk, but then they're not there. I want genuine people. I consider myself a genuine person. And this is what people can't stand about people like me, maybe people like you, I'm sure, because you're, you're on the other side and you're listening, is that we're genuine, we're real. We say it how it is, and guess what? The majority of the people don't like that. No, no, they'd rather we STF up and just, be quiet and just go along like everybody else and participate and do all this. Well, what do you mean you weren't at this party, right? What do you mean? You, you, you got to get, start getting back out there, Frank. You got to, no, I'll get out to what I want to get out to. I'm not going to go out and hang out with people I don't care for because they certainly don't care about me. And I know that because for the last couple of years, I haven't heard from any of them. And I'm so happy it's over. It's, it's, it's another year. And, oh, by the way, the next one is coming. Then it's the next, yeah, of course. Then it's, the Oshiaga and the next big thing that they have to blow, you know, like it's like they got to get on their knees and, and blow 
all these events, right? Like it's the best thing since sliced bread. Then you look at the list of some of the artists. There's like one good artist and all the rest are people that they don't know. They're going to fake knowing all these rappers and artists and go, oh, yeah, I can't wait to go to Oshiag and spend four freaking days with people who haven't showered and smell like BO in the mud if it starts raining just to see Provolone on stage. I actually like Post Malone. Anyway, they can't just go to the event or the festival or whatever it is. They got to make it into something more, you know? Like, you're not going, so you're missing out. Heck off. Honestly. Thanks for listening to episode 119 of the Drive-By Podcast. Man, I feel good. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've done a solo. Five star the podcast if you want. One star it if you didn't like it. Uh, that's up to you. But please do a review on Apple. Like actually write down some comments because that definitely helps the podcast. And download this pod when you can. It's the circle with the arrow going down because that helps. And we've been flying with uh, podcast downloads. So really appreciate that. You can check out the archives on YouTube, drive-by episodes that are available on video. And I'll be back again next week with more episodes to come throughout the summer of 2023. I'm Freeway Frank. Ciao for now. The Drive-By with Freeway Frank. The Drive-By Podcast is brought to you by own space.